Welcome to the Hyper Fast Show, where we believe unlimited growth in business and life is created by surrounding yourself with people who have been where you are going. Learning from others allows you to compress time and grow hyper fast. And now, here are your hosts, Kerry Shaw and Dan Lesniak. Kerry and Dan are real estate developers, best-selling authors, billion-dollar agents, and million-dollar agent makers. And now, get ready to grow hyper fast. Neil and Jack Kiley, we are talking about taxes, everyone's favorite topic. Know. <laughs> yep. Grab your coffee, stay awake. <laughs> Dan made me come, by the way. So, <laughs> yeah. So a couple years ago, Trump and and Congress, you know, they they made one of the biggest changes we've seen in at least ten years, maybe even longer, to the tax code. There's a lot in there. We could probably do like an Elon Musk. Uh, Joe Rogan style right. and, and, and talk for like five hours on it, but we're not going to do that to you. Yes. That, would, that would create a, a lot of uh, sleepy right. eyes out there. Instead, we're going to dig into the specifics of what you need to know about real estate, real estate investing, and the new tax changes. Oh, my turn. Take it away. Okay. <laughs> I got nothing to so say. We, we don't, we don't <laughs> know. Well, one of the, uh, you know, probably one of the biggest changes, at least last year, that I got a lot of questions about was, uh, thank you, dealt with um, the QBI, which is Qualified Business Income. Mm -hmm. And when the tax law first passed, the there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of uh, activity around this idea and this concept, and whether it really attached to real estate to rental property, for instance, and. Uh, in typical congressional fashion, they uh, they waited and procrastinated and yelled at each other mm -hmm. for a while and then passed something at the last minute. And uh, they left it to everybody to kind of figure out what what's what. And uh, the IRS, to its credit, came out fairly early and said that, yes, the qualified business uh, deduction will attach to rental property, even though technically that's not a business uh, under the the uh, what the tax code defines as a business, and uh, we'll come out with the rules of how that's going to work or or the qualifications of that later. So in 2018, all of the uh, tax preparers said, "Well, that's good enough for us," and. Uh, deducted it for uh, uh, all of their clients that have uh, rental property. So let me let me just step back for a second. And, and the idea behind the qualified, uh, the business deduction it, is that it puts people who, uh, who work in either pass-through entities or are self-employed in the same, on, on a parity, with corporations, so they lowered the corporate income tax rates you know, during the in uh, for the beginning in 2018 under the new tax law, and the idea was by giving anybody who is either self-employed or works in you know has a business in an LLC or an S corporation or something along those lines, 
it, this 20% deduction would effectively make that income uh, taxable at the same rate, effective rate, as a corporation. So that's kind of the backdrop to that. Tell us, but when you say deduction, you mean, is that just 20% off <clears throat> of the gross revenue? Or well, there's where do they get the 20%? D- yes. So, no, 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 off of net. So okay. uh, for different types of businesses, there's different calculations. But let's, so for instance, in rental property, let's let's stick with that for a second. Basically, you work down to what your net rental income is. So you've got okay. your gross rents, less all of your expenses, repairs, maintenance, interest, real estate taxes, whatever, whatever you, those. You deduct, let's say you have $50,000 a year, or right. your net profit, right? right? Yeah. And, and depreciation, and okay. you come down to a net number, okay? okay? Then the deduction is 20% of whatever that so net first number 20% is. 20% you pay no tax on, or? It's a deduction. Just a de- it's a deduction. So, so 50000 will go down to, what is that, 40000 Right. Okay, Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. okay. So... And and the sort of the discussion point back when this first uh, was came into law right. is all right. Well, this is a this is a business deduction. Does right. this apply to rental real estate, which right. is in in the tax code, is not a business. That's an investment activity. Gotcha. Okay, so that's that's that that was the subtle nuance in the mm-hmm. beginning there. So again, you know, the IRS said yes, it does qualify, and we'll come out later with mm-hmm. what those guidelines are going to be and in you know to the IRS or mm-hmm. to most of us this was in early 2018 you would expect later to be what a month two months <laughs> well well two it years. was yeah pretty much so it was uh you know it came out um sometime right. well after the filing season in 2019 okay so so basically you know the good news is that it is deductible okay, okay. it is a deduction the uh, the bad news is though that you have to qualify. All right. Okay. So let's so let's first talk about you know what those qualifications are. The you have to spend more than two hundred and fifty hours in the activity. And so this if is you the rental, this, just this for is rental. rental. Specific, this right? is Not, right. Okay, this gotcha. is rental okay. per year. Two hundred fifty hours per year. Per year. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So this that's probably eliminates like if you well, own one single family home. It could. It could, yeah, so like twenty hours a month. So now, he, now it was kind of interesting. What includes what you can include in the right. hours? <laughs> so, negotiating a lease, finding right. tenants. If you were to work on the property, so you're repairing the property directly. Those mm-hmm. sorts of things. All of that counts to your time. Right. Overseeing somebody else yeah, so to work on the project. Right. Yeah, okay. Like that. Yeah. So you know. So that's all of those things okay. add to the hours. Um, interesting, you know, the other part that was interesting is the things that, that weren't included. So <laughs> if you are refinancing that property, the time you spend to refi, that's to, not included. It is not <laughs> included. Like hours. Yeah, not, that, for, and, you know, for a lot of us, right. that's, the, you know, that's it not only is it take longer, but it's also more painful. Right. right. Okay. Travel to and from the property was not included. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know, or not. reviewing your financials, I, you know, and I'm okay. sure I have a lot of, you know, I have a lot right. of clients who spend hours reviewing their the financials, financials right. of their rental property. Hmm. Okay. Very interesting. Now, if you have a number of rental properties, you are allowed to aggregate those hours across all properties. So, right. And again, in typical fashion, there is there are caveats to that. Uh-huh. So if you have all residential property, you could aggregate all the res- residential properties and, right. the, and the 250 hours 
could be across your five or six or seven right. residential rental properties. Right. But <laughs> right, the but same thing for commercial. Right. If you wow. are if you are like me <laughs> and you exactly. happen to have and you happen to have commercial and residential, you can't group them together. You have to treat the residential right. as one group. Right. And you have to and qualify separately, right. and you have to qualify separately on the on the commercial. How, so I'm how do sure. You, how do how do I mean? Do you have to submit a timesheet to yourself? How do you? How does the well, IRS actually know you? You have to. You have to hours? keep what are called quote unquote contemporaneous records. So you are you are supposed to have a sheet or something. Oh, so you have to have some sort. And and I'm sure, although I haven't really seen the the 2019 form. Okay, okay I'm sure there's a question on there that says, "Do you have?" Contemporaneous records, right? Okay, so right, yeah, okay, okay, Hmm, interesting. So I'm sure that that'll be on there. And if you have, you know, so residential Mm -hmm. can be aggregated against itself. Commercial can be aggregated against Mm -hmm. itself. If you have, you know, mixed use, Mm -hmm. that's yet a third category. Wow. (laughs) So, so so for some people who have maybe one or two, you know, have two or three of those. Types Typically, of property is considered commercial, but no, in this, in the not IRS, in no. this case, right? Okay. okay, so you know, so I could see, I could foresee some situations where where people who have commercial and residential activities, right. maybe their commercial activities pass, but their residential don't. Right. They okay. Maybe one one residential rental, but a bunch of commercial. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Or, okay. So hmm. you know, so this so, was all like Congress made the the rule, and then. The IRS took two years and well, so, so made these specifications. So, well, and, and that's so typically what happens in tax law is Congress comes up with an idea, right. or actually they probably stole it from somebody else. <laughs> okay, they put it into law, right, and then they they say, okay, this is the law. The executive branch mm-hmm. goes and figures out. Right, the agency what, how, to, for that. how to execute that. Yeah. So in tax, that falls to Treasury, Treasury right. which, of course, travels down to the Internal Revenue Service. Right. And then somebody, some poor right. guy at in Internal <laughs> Revenue who's not right. well-liked gets to make gets the to rules make on whatever rules. it yeah, is. Yeah. Okay. So. so so that's the, you know, that's yeah. kind of how that whole thing I works. I it's, it's good news because, I mean, essentially, from at least the way I'm interpreting it, is that if you... Let's say you have the same amount of properties in 2018 versus 2020. You're, you are saving money on your taxes, though, right? I mean, you're paying less tax, assuming everything yeah. is maintains right. the same. Right. So it is good for the small investors that you know most of the people out here are. Well, if you're, you know, for you know, I have a lot of clients, and I'm sure a lot of people do who, mm-hmm. who they may own one or two or three rental properties, yeah. and they are they're do-it-yourselfers. Right. So if they're if they're out there and they're doing the repairs themselves, mm-hmm. you know, they that might not be a hard gate. If you if you've been if you've had rental property for for five years mm-hmm. for more than four years, mm-hmm. that two hundred and fifty hour threshold can be met in any three of the last five years. Okay, so you don't. Mm. So if you had a situation right. where you know now you have to have mm. been in the rental, you had rental property for five mm. years, but if two years things were relatively yeah. easy for you and you were underneath that gate, 
right. you're still you're still able to take that deduction. I think I mean it's a relatively low threshold. I mean if you're gonna, you have three or more properties, easily you're going to spend them on a time. One or two, it's right. going to be you know questionable. Right. But I mean, I think it's overall good news, at least from you know what what, right. what I'm hearing here. So. Right. And so, is there? For, I'm sorry for the rentals. Is there any income issue then if you make over no. a certain amount? So it doesn't matter what you make. Well, there a, are. Yeah. So there, if your income is over a certain amount, and mm-hmm. you know there is a there's a phase out, uh, and that's somewhere you know, I, I don't remember the exact uh-huh. number, but it's in the it's in the threes if you're married, like high. Oh, so threes. there is a phase out. It, yeah. Yeah. So if you're yeah. A doctor, you know, making five hundred thousand dollars a year. You're probably you're, this you're probably not going to apply to you anyway. Yeah, you're hmm. phased out. Okay. 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 So the uh, you know now the other piece of this mm-hmm. depends on what the what kind of rental it is. So if you have if you're in commercial, mm-hmm. so I have a c- couple commercial properties. Yeah. If you're in triple, you know, and I do triple net leases, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Those, if I do, if I if my properties are commercial, or it doesn't really matter what they what kind they are, but if they're okay. triple net, that no. doesn't Does you, uh, that's not available for the for the QBI, which is okay. almost all of commercial, really. I mean, most <laughs> yeah, of commercial weird. is triple net. Okay. <laughs> all right, another you know another miss is if you uh, and I have a lot of clients that do this, they buy the building, they put their their business is the main tenant in the building, so if right. it's if it's Effectively, if you use over fifty percent, maybe or something. Or? Well, if the if you use the building right. right in another business in your business or what have you, then right. then that's not available either because okay, what, you know. Now, having said that, your business is mm-hmm. probably getting the benefit of the or should be getting the benefit of the QBI right. anyway. Depends on the type of business, though. That's a problem. So. Well, it's it's uh, the business is is getting you know whether yeah. you personally, if your income is too high to, to right. get it, and part of that depends on what your business is. So if you are a you know in a consulting business mm-hmm. or uh, you know you're in a a designated industry, and there's mm-hmm. a term for it which escapes me off the top of my head, mm-hmm. um, like accounting, like law, mm-hmm. okay, like real estate mm-hmm. agents, agents or, right? Okay, <laughs> then you're you're going to be phased out. If you are a manufacturer or you own a, let's say, for instance, a bike shop, mm-hmm. your retail store or something along those lines, where capital is a material factor, then you're going to get the benefit of the deduction. And, and there is no income limitations. Are you a new real estate agent struggling to get your business off the ground or an experienced agent looking to get to the next level or something in between? Dan and Kerry have created an inner circle specifically designed to help you. In the inner circle, you'll get weekly training videos, access to interviews from top agents around the country, and the chance for direct access to billion-dollar agents, Kerry and Dan. You will have access to the same systems they use to train their team of $250,000 earning agents. Sign up now for a free trial period by going to hyperfasttrial.com or innercircletrial.com. Okay, so I just want to make sure because I'm I'm already a little confused. I'm, I'm sure these guys out here are, but you you're confused, saying I can't imagine. I, no, exactly, <laughs> it, it rarely happens. No, it, it happens every day, uh, many times per day. Uh, so you're saying, okay, so in capital intensive businesses, mm-hmm. there's no income limitations, limitations, right? And then, of course, service businesses, like you're saying, real estate agents, lawyers, doctors, can they get any deduction or is automatically they're disqualified? Well, there's a a phase out. Okay. So if you're, you know, so, and it's referred to as a specialized service trade or business. Okay. Okay. So the phase out, if you are, if you're married, 
the phase out starts at about three hundred and twenty thousand dollars, and you're totally phased out at four hundred of adjusted of your adjusted gross income. So think of that as the number at the bottom of the first page of your tax return. Correct. Okay. Then what about the rental that we were talking about? That that falls into this as well. So the rentals are considered like a service business, so to speak. Yeah. So if you were though, if you were in a manufacturing business, so if you are, you know, if you are in, uh, you know, in real estate, if you're a rehabber, right? Okay. Okay. Or in your you're in construction where capital is a, oh, is right. a material factor, okay. then there's no phase out. Okay, so gotcha. you can so you can be over those thresholds. Okay. What what about the guy who's like just W2 job but he's a flipper, you know, and he's doing one or two flips a year. The flipping, not, you know, he's under these thresholds, is that does that count as a, the 20%? Well, flipping. Or? Okay, so yes. so what he's doing, flipping is a business activity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, because that's a, effectively it's rehabbing, right? Mm-hmm. That's a business activity. And the way to think of this is that if it's a, a business or, you know, the way I, I always explain it to people is if the activity is subject to self-employment tax, all right, then it's a business activity. So okay. if you are flipping, that's a, that, it, mm-hmm. that you should be paying. Absolutely, yeah. So, you know, basically self-employment tax, which is Social Security and Medicare on the, on the earnings mm-hmm. of that venture. Correct. Okay. So if that's the case, then you're, you're, you know, you're able, or at least you qualify for the 20% deduction. Now flipping because material is a, I'm sorry, because capital is a material factor there that there are no income thresholds. So in your scenario where a guy has a day job Mm -hmm. at pick a place and then he does, you know, he does two or three flips and he makes, you know, $100,000, $100,000, right. and he would be above. So he and still he might pays be taxes on his W-2 wages, but then on his Right. On, his, on uh, the 100000 he would get a $20,000 deduction. So speaking of self-employment tax, you still have to pay that, though? So you get the 20% deduction, then you have to pay the self-employment? Or how does how, how well, that? Well, the, the, the deduction <laughs> is, is, is not – well, let me step back. <laughs> Social Security and Medicare, you pay on your net earnings. So what you're – your net earnings of the business venture. So you ha- and there are two pieces to to self-employment tax. There's okay. social security, right? And there's Medicare. Correct. So social security you pay I think this year in 20 um 2019 mm-hmm. it's on the first 130 Two or thirty-five thousand dollars of wages, okay. okay, of earnings that you have, mm-hmm. and Medicare is on everything. Okay, so if the person in his W two job, his earnings from W two purposes were a hundred thousand dollars, and then he made a hundred thousand dollars more in his in his rehab business, mm-hmm. he would only pay self the Social Security on the on the thirty-two ish thousand. Rehab. Because he's already paid on right. the first hundred okay. at his other employer. Okay, now he's going to pay Medicare mm-hmm. on everything. So, so two point nine percent, which is the Medicare right. piece, he's going to pay on all his rehab earnings, and again twelve point four on uh, on just that. Okay, 30 but again, taking thousand. just to try to be clear, but if we take the let's take the W two wages out of it, you make a hundred thousand right. dollars on rehabbing, right? So the only difference now is you're going to pay the Social Security and Medicare on $80,000 because of the 20% deduction. No. no the, 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 the deduction is on your net earnings. Right. So let's so, say net earnings are So you've 000. got, you know, so, okay, so let's step back for a second. Right. Okay. You pay income tax 
there's two there's two taxes that right. show up on your return. Okay? okay, at least two if right. you're self-employed. Right. One is income tax. Correct. One is self-employment tax, mm-hmm. and and they are independent of each other, and okay. there are separate calculations. Okay. So your income tax is based on your total income, which could, in Dan's case, he was talking about a guy who had W-2 income. Yeah, let's take that out of it for this example. Okay, well, he had, so so all of your income from various sources, W-2s, interest, okay. dividends, rehabbing, whatever okay. your income is, less whatever your, your deductions are. So you might have itemized deductions and those sorts right. of things. You come down to a number, right. you pay income tax on that. Okay. Okay. Self-employment tax, if you have income from a business, mm-hmm. okay, that you participate in, and it could right. be it could be a pass-through entity, mm-hmm. meaning it's an LLC or an escort, right. you know, right. or it's yeah. an LLC, yeah. or maybe you're just, you're unincorporated, you're a okay. sole proprietor. If you have earnings from that, that is subject to self-employment okay. tax, right. which is, the total is 15.3%. Uh-huh which is broken down into two components. 12.4 is Social Security, 2.9 is Medicare. So so if I if I go back to to let's take Dan's guy. Right. Okay. If he had and and we'll we'll make things simple. Let's say that he makes fifty thousand dollars in his in his day job, Mm -hmm. W two, and he makes sixty thousand dollars from self employment. He does a rehab. He right. does two rehabs. Yeah, but my question, that, that's where I want to, the, the QBI and this. So when you, what number do you take? So let's say you're, which number do you take? to? Okay. Yeah, that's what All right, I'm, I'm getting there. That's the one I want to get to. He's getting there. That's the one I want to get to. Okay. So so your day job, your right. W-2 is just W-2. Gotcha. That's, okay. On the, on his rehab. Right. Okay. Where his net income is 60000 Let's say, right. He's got, he's got two, two things that he's going to, uh, right. two items there. Right. He's got the 20% deduction okay. on the 60 is driven by the 60. Right. Okay. So he's going to get what? A $12,000 deduction. Right. 48. Okay. Right. All right. And then he's, a, but That's he's what he also income tax on. So right. hold on. Oh, sorry. Hold I'm, on. I'm, hold I'm on. jumping ahead. Okay. So, and he's going to pay self-employment tax on the 60. Okay. Which is roughly 15.3. Okay. So he's going to play what's 15, per, you know, so we're looking at six about, call it about $9,000. Okay? okay. That $9,000 he can't do anything with. He's got to pay that win, lose, or draw. Okay. All right? Now we're back to income tax. He had his W-2 of 50, mm-hmm. his his uh, his rehab of oh, 60. 60, so he's at 110. Right. Right? He got a 20% deduction on the 60 of 12, so that takes him down to 98. This is pretty good. I can do math in my head. Okay. 98. He's probably got, let's say he's got no itemized deductions. He's got a standard, he's got a standard deduction of about of 24 call or 25. So that takes him down to 98, 88, 78, 73. 73. He's going to pay income tax on $73,000. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Whatever that income tax number is, uh-huh. plus his self-employment tax of nine is his total tax. Okay. So uh, I see. So self-employment right. tax is just on the on the income. That, that right. QBI doesn't so, really affect so that's, that's on any type that's, of income, yeah, right? right. So, think, income, right. so think of it this way. You got your W, you know, your, your, when you get your W-2, when you look at your W-2, there's you have your wages. So the lines everybody looks at, you've got your wages. That's what you pay tax on, right? right. Gross wages. 
you have your federal income tax withheld, right? right? Okay. You paid Social Security mm-hmm. and Medicare, mm-hmm. right? The Social Security and Medicare, you can't do anything about. There's no deductions for it. You just paid it. You gotcha. just it was just deducted from your pay. Right. Right. Gotcha. So that is that's that's yeah. synonymous okay. that self employment tax. Yeah, that, the, okay, they're not giving you a break on the right. social security and the Medicare or the no. small business no. tax rate yeah. or the self employment tax. Sorry. Right. Okay. Exciting. Now it's good to know because <laughs> a lot of our investors are are making pretty good money in W two or whatever they do and right. then. The, the money they get from investing in our projects, you know, they they get twenty percent off of it now because it, it falls in this QBI category. Well, you know, assume I'm sure there's other things. This <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so the you know, so the income again, it's driven by do they have the hours and those sorts of things. So, you know, my my. Uh, my feeling would be, or my sense, and this is, this is, you know, I, I can feel everybody out in the audience is going, <laughs> so, as I'm going down this road, you know. But if they are, you know, if you are a a, a passive investor in a real estate project, uh-huh. you're not, you're not really spending any time there, right? Okay, you know, that's so you, in, unless you own a lot of them, <laughs> right? Okay? And, and you can meet that 250-hour threshold, you're mm-hmm. probably not going to get a, a, a QBI yeah. deduction. So it really is if benefiting people who, again, use capital. That seems to be the biggest group, whether it's right. manufacturing or retail right. bike shop, like you said, right. or flippers. So, flippers, right. So in, the, so in the, re, you know, in the real estate sector, it's, you know, really the, the, it's, the, it's those people that are, that are rehabbing property or, right. or new construction, yeah. obviously. Right. Uh, Development, any okay. kind of development, right. and they're not subject to any hourly threshold. They're just no. even if they did one project and spent whatever ten hours a month. Well, no, no. There's a there's a there's there an are. hour. If if it's their active business, then okay, and that's you know they'll okay. they'll meet the hours. Okay, so a lot to think about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the passive person that has the two fifty. Right. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Two hundred fifty hours per year. In or if you've been in it longer than five years. Or longer than four years, three of the last five. Three of the last gotcha. five, right. There's a lot to keep track of here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's getting more complicated. <laughs> the, the, the best way, and, and a couple, you know, a couple shows ago we had you on talking about self-directed IRAs. And really, that's that's the best way to protect any of this kind of stuff. Oh, sure. Taxes is, yeah. is, is use that. So if you guys, you know, if you're out there wondering what's what's like the foolproof way to Avoid avoid uh, taxes when you're you're doing investments or other businesses, and you know, self-directed IRAs are a great way. And, and make sure you watch that episode because uh, Jack's an expert at that and really dove into mm-hmm. how to do that you know, in that episode. Yeah, so. yeah, we'll have to do more of those. <laughs> See how I plug myself? I was going to go. <laughs> Mid Atlantic IRA, everybody. Mid Atlantic IRA. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Well. Uh, that's that's uh, man. I, I didn't know we would talk that long just on that one part of the new change. But as as you can see, there's a lot of right. a lot of nuances. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it, it gets complicated very quickly. So. Jack, if people got questions for you on taxes, <clears throat> self-directed IRAs. What's the best way for they, them to contact they, you? They uh, well, I'm a I'm a bit of an old dog, so calling is is good. You know, our our number is. Uh, Two four zero five seven five three eight eight three eight eight zero, 
or you can email me at jack.kiley at midatlanticira.com. And, uh, you know, I'm always available to answer questions and, uh, and, and talk through scenarios and those sorts of things. So love to hear from you. All right. Well, thanks for being on the show Thank again. You. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. <laughs> See you guys next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyper Fat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyper Fat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests, improve our shows, and give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.